how do we just lean into our superpowers, lean into having more effective, powerful communication and boundaries, lean in to that confidence and trust in knowing that who we are is exactly who we need to be to create the life we want to live. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. In today's episode, we are failing and we are failing hard. Are you in a season where you feel like you are failing or have you recently come out a season where you are failing or ever felt like you failed in your life? Then this episode is for you. I am joined by two of my coaching friends, Anna Lee and Sharon, and we are going to share some of the things in our lives where we have failed. And that actually wasn't our intention when we started recording this, but that is what came out of this episode. And these two amazing women are the ones who are sharing or who are hosting the Boldly You experience with me in January in Utah and in Boise. We are going to be helping you work through maybe areas of your life where you've been failing, or maybe there's something you just want to fine tune or you want to get to know yourself better, how to speak to others, how to share. Anyway, all of the things, how to communicate. We are going to dive in and talk about those things at the Boldly You experience. If you have not picked up your ticket yet, Early bird pricing ends December 31st. So go get your ticket now and give yourself a little holiday present or maybe it's a New Year's present, whatever it is for you. Go give yourself that gift right now and let's help you fail forward instead of backwards. I'm so excited for you to meet these two women. Even more excited if you can come meet them in real life because it will change your life. Enjoy today's episode. You guys, I am so excited to introduce you to a couple of my friends, which is really funny because Sharon, I've never met in real life, but I feel like I know you and I'm connected to you, which is one of the joys and beauties of Instagram, social media, and podcasting is that you get to know people. So while it does have its things I don't love, this is the part that I love. And today I want to introduce you to Annalie and to Sharon. And these are the ladies that I am hosting the Boldly You Experience with in January. And we wanted to give you guys just a little taste of who we are and what we do so that you can see how awesome this event is going to be and find out if it is something that is going to benefit you. So let's dive in. Hey, ladies, how are you? Oh, hey. So good. <laughs> so good. It might take us a bit to like get used to the whole three people on Zoom thing. Always, right? <laughs> the joys, the joys, but we will get it down. Okay, so let's start off with Sharon. Do you want to tell us first a little bit about what you do and then we'll go back to how you got here? Yeah, sure. So um, my name's Sharon Costanzo. That, I guess, is a fun little detail. Everyone loves my last name and doesn't know how to spell it. But <laughs> um, I'm a relationship coach. And the work that I do is often with really ambitious, hardworking women who are struggling in their marriage 
because they're feeling kind of like they're dragging their spouse along, like the vision that they have for their relationship is not the vision he has for the relationship, or maybe they're just not communicating it very well. There's often kind of this disconnect between what they want in their relationship and what they're seeing happen. And the program that I use with my clients, the program that I've created is called Respected and Connected, because I feel like so often as women, we feel like we have to choose. We can be like the soft feminine person in our relationship, or we can kind of be the more assertive, pushy person in the relationship. But how can we really like honor those different parts of ourselves and be strong and capable in our own personal goals and also have that loving connection with our spouse as well and feel like they're seeing and appreciating us for all that we are and not just part of us. And, you know, I I think sometimes, and maybe I'm overlapping into my personal story a little bit too much now, but I got married According to my culture, I I grew up LDS. I'm still active in the LDS church. But according to the culture I grew up in, I was an old maid when I got married. I was 27 because I finally I finally found someone who didn't just like totally run away when I be when I told them that I was an engineer and I owned my own house. And so I assumed that things would would go better because my husband wasn't intimidated by me and my accomplishments but he still had a lot of really traditional ideas about marriage that we've kind of had to work through. So that's what I do as a coach is kind of help women work through those things. And oh, I guess what I was trying to say is if I had married like a more passive, easygoing guy, my marriage would be totally different, right? Because I I could totally be the boss force in my relationship, but my husband was having none of that. So um So that's been my own personal journey of really learning how to work with him instead of being in the constant power struggle in our marriage. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. I have a couple of questions, but I'm going to save them. We're going to circle back. Annalie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. Hello. I'm Annalie Yelm. I also have a last name that nobody can spell or pronounce. <laughs> so I get I get that, Sharon. Um, so I reside here in Boise, Idaho with Jessica, which is so fun. I love that we've been able to connect and meet in person through different organizations and, and events here in the Valley. So I love that. But I also have lots of roots in Utah. I lived in Utah for 18 years. I went to school there and that's where my husband and I met and got married. And that's where I started my first businesses too. So I am a, I'm a coach for ambitious women that really want to experience more of that joy, inner peace and fulfillment in both their personal life and their professional life. Because the thing is, is that as women, it's not really possible for us to compartmentalize what we're experiencing in our personal life and what we're experiencing in our professional life, they all blend together and bleed together so much. So something that I really do in my coaching as an alignment coach is helping ambitious women to feel 
what they want to feel in both areas of their life. Even when life is crazy and even when things aren't always going according to plan, it's possible to experience that joy and fulfillment and success in both places simultaneously. I coach a lot on like the duality of our life experience. We can have opposing experiences simultaneously, but have the overwhelming theme that we're experiencing consistently be that joy and fulfillment. One of the tools that I utilize in my coaching is called human design. It's a really fun tool that has been so impactful for me in my life and helped me to understand my true nature and how I'm designed to move through life and what some of my natural superpowers are. And learning these things about myself through the tool of human design has helped me to kind of let go of some of the conditioning I had in my whole life growing up as a high performer, ambitious woman myself. I often was measuring my self-worth to titles, accolades, and achievements. And a lot of that is the school system kind of teaches us that. What are your grades that you're getting? And then we maybe go on to college. What college did you get into? What degree did you get? What career are you doing? Did you get promoted in your career? How much money do you make in your business? All these different things are the ways that we have learned or been conditioned to measure our self-worth. And um, so I had this experience in my life where I had been promoted every single year in my professional career, and I had gotten raises every single year in my professional career, and that was how I was measuring my worth. And then I started a business, and I went all in and hustled like crazy to achieve these big goals. And I hit a milestone in my um, one of my earlier businesses where I was one of the top ranks in a direct sales company that I love. And when I hit that rank, it felt like I had achieved this huge goal. And shortly after, the things that needed to happen didn't be, weren't able to be sustained because of life events related to other people who were involved in making this goal happen with me that were on my team. And so then I had this experience where I achieved this massive goal that I had been aspiring for for a couple of years. And then shortly after, it kind of crumbled and I failed. I felt like I failed. And that affected my self-worth so much. I didn't even know how to introduce myself anymore if I wasn't Annalie Yelm, Diamond Leader. It's like, oh my gosh, who am I now? And I've seen that experience not only in myself, but also in a lot of my clients where we've tied so much of our identity and our self-worth to some outside title or achievement. And then when that doesn't quite resonate anymore, or there's a pivot or a transition or a change in our lives, and that doesn't quite align anymore, we can go through somewhat of an identity crisis, which also adds into somewhat of a like self-worth crisis. <laughs> and so one of the things that happened to me is that when I failed, quote unquote, it gave me this opportunity to really turn inward and learn more about myself and really like what value do I bring and what worth do I have outside of all of my accomplishments. And that's when I found human design. And that tool taught me some really cool things that I always knew about myself, but wasn't always giving the greatest credit that I could. 
And um, it helped me the most to stop comparing myself to other people and the way other people operate or maybe some of other people's strengths and helped me to instead really feel validated in who I am and how I operate. And it helped me to come home to myself in a way and um, really brought so much more joy and peace into my life. And now I achieve and succeed in different ways. And even if I don't, I still can feel that joy and peace and fulfillment. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me and some of the tools I use and some of but my life experiences that, man, the failures have been some of the greatest growth points for me. And one of the things that I love now is helping to flip the script around failing and what that means about you as a person and how um, we can go into a new year really honoring who we are at our true nature and finding all the ways that we are winning and aligning things with our core values in a way that's going to help us to create the best year yet. I love that. And I love, Annalie, that you're taking us in the first part of this uh, experience that we're going to have, you are really going to connect us to ourselves through this idea of human design. And I'd never heard, I mean, I'd heard of human design, but didn't really know what it was until I met you and had the opportunity to kind of hear more. And and I haven't like, I mean, obviously I haven't gone as deep into it as you have, but it's just so fascinating to learn about ourselves and to learn about these different ideas, whether everything resonates or not, it doesn't matter. We get to take these parts from these different programs, these different things we learn, these different ideas, and take what resonates with us and utilize them. So I'm really excited for you to share that with us. I want to touch on something here that I love about what just happened with you guys sharing what you do. And this happens every time when I share what I do is I can't help but share my story, which was the same with you guys, like parts of our stories. And that's why we've ended up here where we are is because our stories have taught us things that we now need to go share with other people because we know other people are experiencing them. And they've also taught us about ourselves and what we could do and our potentials and all of that. So I love that like it just circled back around. Um, Sharon, we're going to dive in here and have you tell us just a little bit of more more of your story. But before we do, I want to ask, so Annalie talked about failing and like how that kind of her feeling like she failed led her to where she is. Sharon, do you feel like that resonates with you? Do you feel like you were, there was something that was failing in your relationship and it has led you to where you are now? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think the very first question that a lot of women who are struggling in their marriage ask themselves is like, did I pick the wrong person or did I miss a red flag? And so like when I was struggling, I was like, oh, this must have been my fault. Like there were some things that I didn't pick up on early on in our marriage that that were hints of what our struggles would be. And I should have paid more attention. You know, one of the things that we did um, that a lot of LDS couples do is we got married really quickly. um, And there were some extenuating circumstances that kind of pushed us in that way. But you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I picked the wrong spouse. I wasn't careful enough when I chose my husband. And um, 
And then it was like, okay, what am I doing wrong now? You know, I would talk to women. I was really quiet about how unhappy I was for a long time. Mm-hmm. We did go to a therapist like our within the first year of our marriage and maybe did one session. And it always seemed like whenever we, we got done with therapy, it was all my fault. Everything mm-hmm. was all my fault. And... I So I was really quiet about how unhappy I was. And I remember also like complaining to my sister-in-law, you know, she has a very traditional marriage that works really well for her. And we had, I think at this time we had two children and our kids are less than 18 months apart. So they're really small. And I went probably to therapy for myself. And my husband and I were in an argument about something. And he said something like he let me leave the house. Which for somebody like me, I'm just like, there's fire coming out of my ears, right? Like, who in the world thinks that a woman with children has to get permission from her husband to leave the house? But that was the 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 world that he was conditioned in. Mm-hmm. I was complaining to my sister-in-law and she said, well, this is just what being a mom is. And I just had this like complete dissonance. like in my heart, like this can't be what it is. Um, But also my heart breaks that so many women believe that that is their destiny for that. For some people, it's it's their destiny for 20 years when their kids are at home. And I was like, I can't be part of this cycle. But I felt a lot of like, oh, am I just like this entitled, spoiled brat because I don't want to do this? Like, is something wrong with me or is something wrong with the system? And, you know, so balancing that and, okay, there's, you know, there's fire coming out of my ears right now. But how do I still have like a strong, healthy marriage with someone whose worldview is so different than mine and how do we kind of come together and create something different so yeah I I felt like I failed I failed to be the traditional housewife that society wanted me to be I failed to have the discernment to understand what my challenges were going to be um I totally felt like I was failing yeah And I love that you brought up in here, like the idea of asking yourself powerful questions. And I think that's what all of us have experienced is this process of going through and figuring out who we are, because when we can actually figure out who we are and then what it is we want after that, then we get to decide, do I stay or do I go in the relationships or in whatever, in our work and our jobs and like all of the things in our lives. And if I stay, which most of us like, that's ultimately probably what we want for those things. There's a lot of things where like, this is what I envisioned. I want to stay. How do I find peace in that? Because I can't change sometimes the other people. I can't change the situation. I can't, you know, whatever it is. Um, And so it's asking ourselves those powerful questions and getting to know ourselves through the tools available of human design and all of these things. So it's so awesome. Um, And I love that you're sharing. I almost like don't want to share more because I want people to come hear these stories 
in person because there's so much power when we get to connect in real life, which is one of the reasons I'm so excited to even meet Sharon in real life. (laughs) Because being in the room with other people who have gone through similar things, whether it's a relationship, um, something like a crisis in your relationship, which can be exactly what you were talking about, Sharon. It could be, you know, like me, your partner's gay or blending families. Like that was a whole nother crisis in my relationship that was a complete mess. Or Annalie, like coming back to you and just the struggles of what does success mean to me and in our business and when we're driven and how does this look and am I measuring up? So yeah, I want to keep these stories so that we can share them and cherish them in real life for the people in the room because what a beautiful, intimate setting that's going to be. Um, okay, we've all failed. <laughs> and uh, there's different ways to look at that. It's funny, like in my bio, I always say I'm a wife, I'm an ex-wife, I'm a mom, I'm a stepmom, and I'm a bold action taker. And the reason I include like, people are like, why do you need to put in there that you're an ex-wife? And then I'm like, because I have reframed what that means to me. Like that is one of the things I'm the most proud of in my life. And most people view that as a failure, but I am so proud of my divorce and how we've navigated that. And uh, I get to own that now. And I think you ladies also feel that with your stories and, and oh, yeah. by that. Mm-hmm. Well, and Jess, I mean, I just, I feel like tingles in my body right now as you share that, because I talk to so many women who are, navigating that space of, is this relationship over? And I always tell them about you. I'm like, you gotta meet her. And and I know how much work it's been to navigate, like ending a relationship and maintaining that co-parenting relationship. So just awesome. And aren't the things we work for, the things we're the proudest of, whether it ends the way we thought it would or not, it's still those things that we put effort into and that we that we focus on. And I think, you know, none of our lives, the three of us here, um, have looked like we thought they would. And yet we've worked for things. And sometimes those things haven't come like Annalie going back to, you know, your your job and those things. You hit this goal and then it like didn't flush out the way you were hoping. And now reframing that as this is experience, this is understanding, this is learning, like whatever you want to take it as, it wasn't a waste of time. Yeah. What I'm really excited about for this event that we've curated is that all of us are have powerful life experiences that have given us skills and tools that we love sharing with other women. But I think a huge theme is going to be, um, hey, even if you have these difficult experiences or these failures, or even if life is really good, but you're still feeling that discontent from where you are and where you want to go. Like this is not going to be about being stuck in the mud or stuck in these feelings of shame, disappointment, not enoughness. This event that we've created is about gathering with women who get it, getting in the room and having that support and the camaraderie, then how do we take our experiences and our failures and our emotional triggers and um, have them lead us into aligned action that's going to help us create more of what we want to create this year and experience more of what we want to experience, but not in the way that's like, how do we do more? But how do we just lean in to that alignment, lean into our superpowers, 
lean into having more effective, powerful communication and boundaries, lean in to that confidence and trust in knowing that who we are is exactly who we need to be to create the life we want to live. And so I can't wait for this. There's something so powerful about in-person events that really spark the energy that you need to move forward with that aligned action that's going to create massive results. For sure. One last thing. Well, and I'm thinking, I'm like, maybe we need to like change the the messaging of this to like everyone who's failing, come join us. Like we're <laughs> come fail with us because that's really what life is. Yes. is we're all just failing together. And um, we're not really failing though. Like I don't look at life that way, but that's what we tell ourselves in the moment. And we should on ourselves. Annalie, when you're talking just now, that's what I was thinking about is it's those shoulds of like, but I should want this. I should be content. I shouldn't need more for my partner. I shouldn't need more for my work. Like whatever it is, we should all over ourselves. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I want and what I really want to lean into. Also, without all of these experiences that we've had, and I thought of this first when Sharon was talking, is life would have been boring. Like our relationships, like we have to have somebody that pushes us a little bit, even if like, I know maybe sometimes they're trying to keep us in a box, but sometimes it makes us realize how badly we want to break out of that box of like, oh, this really isn't me. And we need that push and that pull um, to push us further and to see what we really want and where we want to be. So anyway, we could keep this conversation going probably forever between the three of us. (laughs) Um, Totally. Yeah. And so come join us. I will put all the information in the show notes. And again, We'll have all that info there for you. Sharon and Annalie, anything you want to share before we go? No, I'm just super excited to be with both of you. It's going to be amazing. And I I guess I said no, and then I add something. There is so much power in being in person with a group of women, like the women who are going to be at this event. It really is just going to be, it's going to light something up inside of you. I promise it'll be worth coming to. I'm so excited too. I also just think it'd be valuable for you guys to understand a little bit more about what the VIP experience is going to be like. If you're planning on coming and joining us and getting in the room and being activated and inspired, we're so happy that you're coming. But the VIP experience that we've created is where you have the chance to come and have lunch with us. And you're going to have a little bit more intimacy and an opportunity to ask your personalized questions or get personalized direction from all three of us or whichever one of us you're wanting to connect with more. So if you've been craving more of that um, individual or more personal intimate experience, we would love to have you join us in VIP for some more curated conversations just for you. So we hope we see you in there too. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies, for just giving everybody a little sneak peek of what they're in for and just the energy that's going to be in this room. Like, I think you can feel that just a little bit here in the podcast. And that's just a podcast episode that was very short. And so the energy will be amplified by being in that room. And it's going to be amazing. So hope to have some of you join us. Thank you, ladies, for being here today. And we will see you soon. 
Okay, my friend, if you want more of what you experienced today, if you want really applicable tools and want to get into the nitty gritty with us of how to be boldly you this new year, we are no longer going to be a better you or a best you. We are going to be simply and boldly you. And it is going to be a game changer in your life and in your relationships and in your work and in all of the things that you can think of. So please go pick up your tickets right now for the Boldly You experience. This is happening in Utah on January 13th and in Boise, Idaho on January 19th. You can get early bird pricing on those until December 31st. And that early bird pricing goes for the VIP as well. So be sure and pick those tickets up now so that you can join us and be a part of that experience. I'm sending you love, my friend. I hope you have a beautiful holiday season and um, we are here cheering you on. Take care.